Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You are about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron's Sportsbook Yes. Are you ready for it? Now, here is Ellen and Aaron. Hi, welcome to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Glad that you're joining with us here on at noon Eastern Standard Time, April 20th. We're going to be doing a Zoom press conference involving Top Rank and all the fighters that are scheduled to fight this Saturday. So you're going to get a chance to hear from them. It should be a great, great press conference. During this press conference, you're going to hear it's live. Here are some questions from from all the boxers, we have Alexander Zayas first, then Joseph Adorno second, Josue Vargas, Edgar Berlanga, Christopher Diaz, and Emmanuel Navrede. Now we have most of the lineup. There is, uh, I did see here, there is one boxer that's not on the list here, Desmond. But definitely, we're going to get a chance to have a great time. This is, you know, you can't complain. We have six boxers that you'll be doing press conference. This is a Zoom also broadcast at the same time. So I will try to answer your questions and see what input you might have in this press conference. If you do hold a bit longer than usual, I do apologize in advance for that because I will have to be operating the blog talk as well as the Zoom. I'll have to be engaged on that as well. So definitely I'm bringing you this great insight so you get a chance to have a great time this Saturday and also on Friday our normal scheduled time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me give you a quick preview of what's going to happen this Friday. Uh, We're going to pay tribute and definitely we're going to do that for Scotty Pippen and his uh, unfortunately his son We'll, we'll do that this weekend here. And also, we're going to have Emerson as our guest. That'll be coming up as well. You'll definitely have a, a great, great show. And the nice thing about here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, we're going to talk golf, bring you up to date on sports. We'll also definitely do that. I'll also be talking about boxing and giving you my predictions as to definitely what to expect what to expect this Saturday on the fights. I'll give you my uh, insight. I'll go over the, the thriller weekend. I'll definitely do that as well. So it should be a great, great, great show this Friday. The uh, press conference should be starting any moment now. It's, so definitely I will let you know on that. And in the meantime, Antron Pippen is going to be our tribute to start the show. And we're going to pay tribute to him. I have something really nice and planned. I don't want to spoil a surprise, but uh, definitely it's uh, somber news for the passing of, of Scotty Pippen's son, his, his oldest born, his firstborn son, Antron. So uh, I will talk more about that on Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. I did want to go ahead and take this moment to clarify something. I did want to go ahead and apologize for the tweet I did put out, it my wife did bring it to my attention that 
She knows my heart. She knows my attention. She knows who I am. It may have been constructed that we were trying to promote our show at the time of his of Scotty's tragedy, and that was not the case. It's uh, God knows our heart, so does my wife. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring you to press conference. I apologize for the silence, but um, they they are getting the Zoom. I see the pictures coming up, but I don't hear any sound. Everybody's muted, so they're they're getting ready. But um, it should be a great, great press conference. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we, I see Alexander, Zayas, Joseph Adorno is actually on this, this call. And here we go. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the media conference call for Saturday night's spectacular event we have, live from Silverspur, Mississippi, Florida. It is a loaded night of action uh, featuring many of Puerto Rico's top young, uh, top young fighters and uh, world-class uh, contenders. Uh, in the main event, we have Mexican champion Emmanuel Navarrete making the first Federate world title against Puerto Rican contender Christopher Diaz, making his second attempt at a world title. And in the code feature, uh, do not blink, do not get up, do not uh, microwave anything. We have Edgar Berlanga, super middleweight sensation from Puerto Rico, and Brooklyn, 16 0, with 16 first round knockouts, taking the biggest step up of his career against Simon Nicholson. Those two fights at ESPN. ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus at 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And then the undercard, which will be exclusive to ESPN Plus starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, includes many of the sports young Puerto Rican talent. Like I mentioned, we have Jose Vargas in a 10-round junior welterweight fight against Willie Shaw. We have Joseph Adoro making his long-awaited return against a fellow unbeaten fighter in Jermaine Ortiz. Gonzalez, Joseph's younger brother, Jeremy Adorno. Uh, and the young Jacob Gomez will also be on the card as well. And the man who we are going to be uh, talking to first, Xander Zayas, 7 0, 5 knockouts from San Juan, Puerto Rico, now living in Florida. Uh, he's waving right now. If you can see him, I'm going to, I'm going to take him off mute very shortly. Um, he, he's 18 years old, uh, one of the sports right young prospects, uh, signed to top rank as the youngest fighter ever to be signed by the company at 16 years old. He is now uh, he's now 18, um, and he's he's ready to put on a show. This is his third time fighting on the the faithful in Kissimmee. Uh, Kissimmee obviously is one of the largest pockets of, of Puerto Ricans uh, in the United States, so it's so the so the uh, venue is being loaded with Puerto, with Puerto Rican fans. Uh, for those who want to buy tickets, unfortunately as of now we are sold out. Socially distanced inside the Silver Spurs Arena, but we are expecting a crowd. Uh, of around 3,500 uh, or so fans uh, sold out. So uh, thank you to the great fans in Puerto Rico and uh, and Central Florida for uh, for being so passionate about this event. And now we, we introduce uh, Xander Zayas, who's joining us now. Xander, how are you doing, sir? Seven. Um, first of all, I want to say thank everybody for being here. Um, I'm excited for for Saturday night and can't wait to put on the show. 
Well, this is, uh, we mentioned this is your third time fighting Kasimi. You, you fought in Bubbly, you, you fought in. What is it about fighting in Kasimi and in front of the Puerto Rican fans that, that is so exciting? And, and how do you feed off that energy that they bring? It means a lot. It means a lot. Um, you know, Kasimi is kind of like another city in Puerto Rico, um, just outside of, of you know, the island. But, um, you know, the fans are excited. We're, we're back, you know, fans for, for the first time in, in, a, in a year. And um, I'm just I'm just excited and, and ready again to, to showcase my talent. That comes Saturday night. And uh, as a reminder to everybody, uh, you'll be able to take footage of this from the Top Ring YouTube channel after uh, after, uh, after the meeting concludes. So feel free to do so. So you're not, you're not, you do not have to ask me to listen to record. You guys can take, uh, take footage. Uh, for your, your channel. Uh, as I mentioned, if you want to uh, ask questions, please use the raise hand button uh, on your Zoom, or if you cannot figure that out, you can uh, just message me privately, go message the entire group, and we will, uh, we will get, your, uh, get your messages uh, in the queue. Um, we will start off with, let's see, we've got Sandra, uh, uh, we'll be asking questions in English, please. So um, English questions only. Um, for, uh, for for Xander. Um, let's see who we have here. Uh, Eric Vega. Eric, I'm going to mute you and please go ahead and write. Hey, Xander. How are you doing? Um, Devin, I know pretty much you feel like fighting in Puerto Rico, just like you said, in Katsimi. What does it mean to you to be the young prospect for Puerto Ricans? You know that Puerto Ricans have gone through a bad moment in boxing when we seem like we're lacking a good prospect, someone we can look for the future. What does it feel to have that on you, and does it add extra weight to your career? Um, well, it means a lot to me, um, you know, having having the Puerto Rican fans behind me. Um, I wouldn't say add, add extra weight. I just feel a responsibility, you know, work hard, stay focused to, you know, accomplish my goals and, and make, make Puerto Rico proud. Um, and, and and that's what I'm looking forward to doing. That's what I'm looking forward to doing in the future. We've seen you. We've seen you go to Puerto Rico and train. You train with some all-time greats. Um, can you share some of the advice they shared with you in all those training sessions? Yes, 100%. Um, you know they always say they always tell me, you know, I'm young. Stay focused. Stay hungry. Um, listen to my corner. And you know, keep learning. Keep learning. You never stop learning. And and that's, that's what I've been doing the last couple of months, learning. Thank you very much, Eric. And next, we go to Joe Hewlett. Joe, please unmute uh, yourself. You can go ahead. Hey, Sandra. Greetings from England. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you. Good. Um, I was reading an interview that you did recently, and uh, each fight, um, you want the level to go higher and higher. At the minute, after seven fights, what level do you feel you're at? This coming up fight is my, you know, is my toughest competition. We got a guy that is eight, um, eight wins, one loss, one draw, um, five wins by knockout. Um, and again, little by little, I, you know, I keep, I keep winning fight after fight, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving up. We'll keep moving up little by little. I have again, I have great matchmakers, Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers, and I'm just. I'm just blessed to be in the position I am. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Joe. Uh, we will stay in the UK. I guess uh, 
Yander's popularity is not just uh, <laughs> not just, it's, it's not just uh, in Puerto Rico in the United States. Uh, Joe out to me. Yes, we got another. We got another. You can, I, I, as much as I try, I cannot get rid of the blitz. So Jonathan, <laughs> uh, go ahead and ready. Thanks, Evan. Hi, Zanda. How you doing? Yo, I'm doing. I'm doing great. And again, thank you guys for all the love, man. Um, can you talk to us about your last fight against James Martin? How, how do you assess it? Well, um, we knew coming in into the fight that he was a tough opponent. He wasn't going to back down. Um, you know, we we kept the distance. We we kept the, the the boxing sharp. I kept listening to my corner, and again, we we got the victory. We got the unanimous decision. Last camp, you were sparring with um, Adrian Broner. Who have you been sparring with this time? Who have you been learning from? Well, this time we we brought a couple of other guys. Um, they they don't have a big name as a pro um yet, but we have we brought four guys because the guy that I'm fighting is six two. So, you know, we need we needed people to mimic the, his style. And so we, we brought people in that are pretty pretty much tall. So for this one I, I wouldn't say, you know, I, I didn't have any big names like that. <laughs> Best of all, Alexander. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jonathan. Um uh, as I mentioned, uh we've got we got fewer minutes for Xander, so anybody wants to ask questions, use the raise hand uh, mechanism. Uh, on 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 the, on the Zoom, and if you can't figure that out again, uh, you can just privately chat uh, on the chat below. Uh, you can shoot me a private message, and I'll do my best to get to as many of you uh, as possible. Um, Alan Alford, please meet yourself and go ahead. Great, great to have you, Alexander. Definitely, uh, and good best wish on your next fight here coming up. I did uh, want to ask you a question. I know since we were talking about Puerto Rico at the start. Miguel Cotto is your favorite boxer. Can you explain to us why Miguel Cotto is your your favorite boxer? Well, um, Miguel Cotto, um, you know, throughout his career, he was a gentleman in and outside the ring. Um, a true boxer that, that knew when to, you know, when it was smart for him to move and when it was smart for him to fight. Um, I think his, his career throughout the years, he fought the best of the best at their prime. And he took, he took all the risks. You know, in, in his career to, to be the best, that he fought the best. So I think that's something that inspires me and it's something that I want to do in the future. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, Alan. You, 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 you see, uh, I see Xander, you're wearing the Puerto Rican <laughs> sweatshirt. Yeah, I, I'm not going to pronounce my Spanish is not good. I'll, I'll wait for Guardian to get on the call. <laughs> but, you know, you, you know, you, you obviously moved to, to Florida when you were a teenager, but how important is it for you to still carry on that legacy and, and, and sort of now that you're getting all this attention because of your uh, Puerto Rican roots, um, just can you discuss the importance uh, of the island and, 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 and the country to, to you as you develop? Well, it, it means everything to me. Um, Puerto Rico Puerto Rico has had a great champion, um, and I'm looking forward to being one of them. Um, you know, the island of Puerto Rico has have great people and, and, and people that want to see I want to see world champions, you know, in boxing. So, you know, having 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 them behind me and supporting me, it means a lot. So the least that I can do is represent them and and, and stay focused. And next we go to Crystal Hart. Crystal, please meet yourself and go ahead. Xander, I'm down here in Florida right now. I'm in Bradenton down by IMG. I don't know if you've heard of that facility. It's a wonderful training facility. Can you tell me, and it's raining here a lot, but 
But uh, tell me about <laughs> Plantation, Florida, about the weather and your training facility. Where, uh, what facility do you use, do you use down there? Right now, Right now we're working at Sweatbox um, Boxing Facility, but it's also a, a, a collab a collaboration with Boomeritos um, down here in Davis, Florida. The weather right now is pretty pretty hot, um, so I'm, I'm the the weight side it hasn't been a problem. Um, and yeah, we we I've been working with Coach Javier Centeno and my dad Orlando Garcia since since I moved you know to to the U.S. and it's been it's been up from there. It's been up and I just I, I love it down here. Thank you. Thank you, Crystal. And uh, as, as a reminder, since I'm getting, getting question, uh, this question again, uh, as I mentioned, um, you'll be able to record, uh, come to go after this chat, go to our YouTube channel, feel free to take some footage uh, from there to, to use on your, on your channel, uh, free to use. So I hope that, uh, hope that answers the, the question. Xander, before we let you go, any final words you'd like to say? Uh, to, to your fans out there, um, as, we, as we're now, what, four days away from Fight Night? Yes, um, well, first off, I want to thank everybody once again um, for the support, all the love. Um, I, I feel already all, all the job bad. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages. I'm sorry I can respond to all of them. But again, Saturday night on ESPN Plus, you don't want to miss it. If you got your ticket, make sure to you know show up. It's going to be a great night for the Rican boxing, and we're all going to get the victory. All right. Well, listen, Xander, we're all looking forward uh, to performing again on Saturday night. As I mentioned, uh, it's a six-round welterweight fight against DeMarcus Layden. Uh, 8-1-1, 5-KOs is, is Layden's record. Xander, 7-0 with 5-KOs. Uh, so you're not going to miss that. Xander, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Thank you, again. Thank you, Xander. And next, we turn, we turn to uh, another uh, Puerto Rican prospect who uh, you got, we haven't seen in a while. Uh, in in January 2020 was the last time we all saw Joseph Adorno. Um, he uh, was held to a draw against Hector uh, against Perez out in Atlantic City, but he is back. Um, a, lot, you know, a lot of changes in his life that, that he can tell you about. I know he, he just had, he's had a baby. Uh, he's had a baby since then, and uh, he's, uh, you know, a couple fights fell through for various reasons, injuries, etc. So, Joseph, welcome back. How are you doing today? Feeling great. How are you doing, Evan? Joseph, great to hear from you too. So, as I, as I mentioned, it's been, uh, not, I'm not great at math, but I think it's been about 15 months since we've seen you in the ring. So, mm-hmm. can you tell us what's been going on in those 15 months? What's changed and, uh, you know, what's different? What's, what everybody can expect from Joseph Adorno on Saturday night? You know, I've been out the ring for 15 months, but I've been in training camp, like, basically the whole 2020. I had three fights that got postponed. One of them was in June. Uh, well, March, June, and then October. October, I was supposed to fight for the NBO title. And, you know, two days before the fight, the fighters just quit on me. Never showed up to the Vegas. And, you know, it has been a rough 2020. But in a good note, you know, I just have my kid, my son. He just turned one year old. And, you know, it's just been a great motivation for me. And, and I have to end with this question, Joseph, you know, it's in me, it's basically a little Puerto Rico, right? It's as, as close as you can get to Puerto Rico uh, when you're, uh, you know, when you're in the United States. So can you just, can you discuss um, how important it is for you to, to, to perform and, and, to, and to fight in front of a crowd that it will be largely uh, Puerto Rican and uh, Puerto Rican American? Well, Puerto Rican. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, it's just like like a mini um, Puerto Rican parade out in June, Madison Square Garden. That's how it's gonna feel. You know, so I know this, this place, the arena's already sold out. 
I know it's going to be a um, great main event from top to bottom, you know. From the first fight, 6 p.m. to the main event, probably 10.30, it's going to be just straight fireworks, you know, all type of styles of boxing. You know, it just it feels amazing, you know, knowing that Puerto Rico um, is still supporting the young prospects. And, and, and I wanted to ask you, I mean, you're coming back from, from uh, by far the longest list of your career. A guy who was unbeaten in, in, in Jermaine Ortiz is, is coming off a very good win on uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, uh, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones undercard. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very uh, eye-opening win. So, what does it say about your confidence that you're you're, you're coming back from a long layoff and you're coming back in what many people would say is the toughest test of your career? You know, I just say you said it yourself. You know, it just expensive. It means that I'm ready to fight. I didn't take no tuna fight. You know, because some guys, they take a long layoff and after a draw, they'll come back and get a nice little tuna fight, get an easy win, and then go go back to the real test. But now, we're not, we're not, we're not here for that. You know, we, we, we're ready. We, you know, we're fighters. You know, I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. You guys, we got to step up the level. And, you know, we're going to go in there and take seven fights. And thank you, Joseph. And as I mentioned, uh, raise hand button if you'd like to ask. Uh, questions uh, of our fighters today. So we will, and again, uh, with English questions for Joseph, please, um, when we get to uh, Navarrete and Diaz, uh, and, and yeah, Navarrete and Diaz, um, we'll have Guardi Lopez here in the chat uh, to translate uh, from English to Spanish and vice versa. Uh, first question for Joseph, we have Eric Alexander. Eric, please, and go ahead. Hey Joseph, um, just like you stated, 2020 was a weird year for everybody. Um, can you talk about how different training was, the approach, and with all the social distancing, how did you guys handle it to keep training and training at a high level for fights of this type? Uh, you know, we, Diane, where I'm from, Allentown, Pennsylvania, we have our own gym, so, you know, it wasn't that hard to keep the social distancing and training. But, you know, yeah, you know, 2020 was a rough year, you know. Even though I didn't get the fights I needed, I was supposed to fight March, June, and October, and all those fights just fell off for me. You know, had my son coming in in April, so you know it had this good impact. You know, but you know, just kept on the focus. We had fun with world champions. You know, world champions staying in the gym active at all times. So that was a that was a plus right there. So you know, it's just I'm just ready and prepared for this fight coming up though for sure. And having traveled to Puerto Rico. And this being a very Puerto Rican heavy card, what does that mean to you? Does that give you an extra bit of motivation to face the, the future opponent? Yeah, this gave me a, a very, very more, um, more, more, I get more motivated within the days, you know. Four days left, I get more motivated out in the gym. In the gym, I look in the mirror, you know, I get more excited. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's already here. You know, all the hard work is done. What we're doing is now just relaxing, putting the last two pounds off, you know, relaxing in the gym, motivated, staying focused. You know, it just shows that if I perform well on Saturday night, you know, that Puerto Rican crowd is going to keep going behind me. You know, I'm a toughest test up to date. And, you know, just, they're going to know that they have a real true prospect coming up. And, and Joseph, you mentioned uh, in October your scheduled opponent. I, I, I think he just didn't show for a flight. I, I, I honestly, I think it's still a mystery about what happened back in October. It, it's hard to, like, you know, not going to leave your back in the ring until you're actually in the ring with your opponent, given like everything that's gone on in COVID and you've sort of been snake bit in, uh, in, you know, 2020 aside from what everybody else has gone through? Well, his training, I know, I know, I know my opponent's training, you know, he's coming straight up, you know, the, the kid got scared. 
Thank you for the fight. You're going to have two full months to train for me. You're going to fight for an NBO title, 10 rounds. You know, two days before the fight, this kid just got scared, called, pulled out. You know, the trainer told me straight up. But, you know, yeah, me and my brother was, used to always talk about it on, on a ride to sparring. We was like, yo, I don't even feel like we're going to fight. It just feels, they don't feel the same anymore. But, you know, it really, it's not going to feel the same until that last minute when you're wrapping up your gloves and stuff. That's when you're really going to get the nerves and all that stuff. And I, and I should mention uh, Joseph's younger brother, Jeremy Adorno, the uh, junior featherweight prospect, Adorno. Uh, he, uh, he, oh, he too hasn't fought since uh, January 2020 in Atlantic City on the Jesse Hart, uh, Joseph's junior card, which, uh, which, which, which also was a raucous crowd. And I think rather than 60 months ago, sort of feels like 16 years ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a, uh, Jeremy Adorno will be the second fight, uh, second fight on the card. So figure around 620, 630 Eastern, you'll see Jeremy. Uh, Adorno uh, in action as well. Uh, we move next to Joe Hewitt. And it shows a lot, you know, it shows a lot about my brother and I. You know, we, we took undefeated fighters when I come back. That, that is true. And, uh, and Jeremy Adorno fighting uh, a, guy, a gentleman named Ramiro Martinez from Texas, 2 0 2. So both, uh, both Adorno brothers taking undefeated fighters on Saturday night. Joe Hewitt. Joe, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Great things from England. Um, Joseph, my um, question to you is, um, this weekend it's a, a real big fight for you. Um, how do you write your uh, How do you write the fighter that you're going in with? You know, the fighter, I don't really look into the fighters like that a lot, but, you know, I just I just look at his record, who he fought, what he's done. You know, he's a, he's a great fighter, you know, he's ranked number nine in the U.S. So I know he's up there, you know, he just came up with a big victory. You know, he has, he has won group titles back then. Not so, not so long ago. So, you know, I know it's a tough fight, you know, it's a tough side of my career. But, hey, if we don't take these fights, how are we going to know if we're great enough? And you have 12 knockouts on your record. Um, do you think you'll knock him out? Man, we, I, I never go for the knockout. You know, if the knockout comes, it comes. You know, we, like I said, we go my last fight, you know, it opened up my eyes. You know, it's just not about hitting hard. You know, you got to box smart in there, use your brain. You know, if the knockout comes, then we're going to take it for sure. But if it don't, then we're ready for all around. And uh, I have a question from the chat from Carlos Gonzalez, and he wants to ask you, Joseph, um, how have things changed in your boxing career uh, since becoming a father? You know, it changed a lot. You know, it just it shows that being a father, you know, it just, it's hard at times. You know, while training, twenty four being a twenty four seven boxer, plus you gotta put out the time to be a father. So you know, it just really motivates me even more, though, to be honest, because now I gotta, I can't, I, I don't only have to feed me, now I have to feed. My whole family, you know, my son. I don't want my son to go through hard things, you know, so I just got to work hard, and, you know, make sure to provide everything for my family. And as I mentioned, everybody, uh, please uh, raise hand button. We got a couple more questions, uh, a couple more minutes with Joseph. Uh, so, yeah, please raise hands, uh, or yeah, you can ask a question in the chat, and I'll, I'll, I can ask if Carlos Gonzalez just did. Happy to do that. Um, next, we stay in the UK, Jonathan Nagy, for boxing fans, Jonathan, please go ahead. Hey, Joseph. Um, I just wondered if you could briefly touch on sort of your roots into boxing. Was it just uh, like a lot of Puerto Rican fighters, sort of Miguel Cotto or something like that? How did you still stop? Well, to be honest, I didn't really, I started because of my dad. You know, my dad, now, he was a boxer. I'm going to cut it somewhere quick. He was a boxer. Uh, I nailed hit his eye, stripped his eye, he lost the eye. And then three months after, we started training here, my little brother. I started boxing at the age of six out in Puerto Rico, did 40 fights in Puerto Rico. And then at the age of nine, I moved to the U.S. 
And, you know, ever since then, I've been boxing my whole career. But, yeah, you know, watching um, Tito, Cotto, all those guys inspired me, you know, how the crowd loves them for who they is. You know, win or loss, the crowd's still there with them, sold out stadium, win or loss. And that's what we're trying to build, and that's what I'm trying to become. Well, I appreciate you've got a big fight on Saturday against the non-beating guy, but if you come through this, you know, do you have any guys in mind you want to fight? Yeah, you know, I feel like I know two people are going, going to go up to 140 soon, you know, the belt going to be vacant. So I know there's a big fight, you know, winner, winner could be ranked up to, to for a tamper world title. So, you know, it's a big fight, you know, big step up, and, you know, I'm just ready. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. And Joseph, you mentioned you know, is, uh, is this party, you know, you, you came up, you know, with a string of huge knockouts, 2018, 2019, then the draw, then the layoff. Is part of you feel like now you have to sort of reprove yourself because the fans haven't seen you in a while, you're coming off admittedly not your best performance. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have to prove a little something to, to the fans that maybe you can spend a couple of years to get a highlight real knockout? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I feel like I got, I feel like, it's just how I feel. It's not, a, it's not a fact, but it's how I feel. I feel like I have the most, I have the most toughest fight, you know, in the, in the whole card. You know, I got the pressure on my, on my, my fight was the last draw. I come out of 15, 15 month layoff, and I got a opponent that's 14 and over eight knockouts. You know, so it's just gonna be a tough fight. You know, pressure, pressure zone for sure. But you know, we just gotta go out there, perform, and be comfortable, and just do me. Um, again, we have another we have a question here from Ricardo Torres. Um, trying to try to get this question. He's asking for those. Yeah, so I mean, basically the question is, you know, uh, you know, representing Saturday night for, for all of Puerto Rico, and, and again, the importance of uh, you know of representing your home island and, and doing so in front uh, in front of a crowd that's going to be largely Puerto Rican. Yeah, you know, I always, no matter what, every fight in and out, I carry the, the flag of Puerto Rico home fight. You know, when they pronounce me, they announce my name, I always pronounce them, I'm from Puerto Rico, you know. And it's going to be a, it's a great feeling, you know. I know that once they say I'm from Puerto Rico, they're probably going to go crazy for me. You know, I just got to perform well. And uh, Joseph, before you go, any final words you'd like to say uh, to the fans out there uh, that are going to be watching Joseph Adorno for the first time in 50 months? I just want to say that if you didn't buy your tickets, you can get on ESPN Plus. You're going to watch the whole card from fight one to fight eight. The fight, all fights are going to be explosive, you know. And I just want to say thank you for all my followers and my supporters, Puerto Rico, Allentown, everybody from the whole United States, from wherever you're watching me, supporting me. I appreciate it. And Joseph is going to um, prove that I'm a great prospect. Joseph, I, I, as everybody knows, I appreciate you uh, with the ESPN Plus uh, plug. Because for the last three years, that's my entire uh, Twitter has been uh, plugging ESPN Plus with Joseph. And check that out. <laughs> Great job, and we will see you Saturday night, my friend. Good luck. Thank you, Evan. Thank you. Have a good one. And now uh, we are joined by uh, the pride of I see the Bell Puerto Rico. I think Jose, I think that's correct. The Bell Puerto Rico, by way of the Bronx, New York. Um, he probably, I would say, has 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 unique uh, fashion. Choice of any boxer we're going to have on the Zoom call today. Shirts off. We're going to have a hat on here. Back with that shirt off. Jose Vargas is in shape, as you can see, and ready to go. Um, he will be fighting Willie Shaw, as I mentioned, in the 10 round. Yes, now he's, he's, he's for a little bit. Joseph, they can see me. Now, you 
about to flex when uh, when you get back on the camera. I'll prompt you to flex because nobody saw that. Uh, yeah, when I really saw it in 10 rounds, you know, the right fight. Because uh, 18, 18 and 1, 9 knockouts, because he won 12 fights in a row. In his last fight, under Vasily Lomachenko, Tavian uh, Lopez, uh, undercard, he shut out Kendo Castaneda, beating Castaneda uh, more convincingly than anybody had done previously. Josue, welcome to the call, and now you can flex uh, all you want. How's it going, Josue? What's up, man? Everything good? You're not, you're not. You're going to be shy. Not now that everybody can see you. You're not going to flex. Now you flexed before. You're not going to. Who can see me though? Who can see me? I don't know who can see me. Yeah, everybody can see you. Now. Well, now everybody can see Jose. So now next, yeah, there we go. Yeah, see, he's, this, he's, this, he's, this, he's, this right here is 140 pound solid, man. I think you see, I'm, I'm, I'm in shape. I'm ready to go. I'm excited for, for this opportunity to be fighting in Kissimmee, Florida. You know, in front of my Puerto Rican support and Puerto Rican fans. Well, you said 140 pounds, but the way the weigh-in is Friday, it's three, three days, please weigh 140 pounds, that's the most important thing. But you mentioned, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned you, you fought in the bubble last time, you fought a bunch in New York. Uh, to fight in what's essentially Little Puerto Rico, Kissimmee, Florida, how excited are you uh, to, be, to be fighting in front of 3,500 uh, of your country? Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited, you know. I fought back to back two fights with no with no fans, no crowd. So fighting like here in Kissimmee, basically like to me it's like home. It's like little Puerto Rico. It's like Puerto Rico, like you said. And that's why I'm moving to Florida from New York. Just to feel like I'm back home where I was born in Puerto Rico. But I have a lot of supporters, man. Like me in, in Agasso, a lot of a lot of tickets, a lot of tickets. And you got people not only from Florida supporting me, but you got family from New York City. My, my supporters from um, California, from all over, man, from Puerto Rico, they all landed today, actually. And as you can see, I've posted on my story, and if you haven't looked yet, go to look at it. Uh, uh, a lot of people have reposted me that they already flying in, coming to support me April 24, man, Saturday night. It's about to be on and popping. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you mentioned, you know, you mentioned the last fight, Kendall Castaneda, which on paper yeah. by far the most impressive victory of, of your career. Did you expect the Castaneda fight to be as easy as it was, um, or would it, it present more challenges than 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 than, uh, than it looked at least us watching on, on TV and, and Rick? Look, to me, no fight easy, because anything can happen in in the ring, right? You could get hurt by one little contact or something like that. But to be honest, um, from seeing his fight before I fought him, I'm like. He, I don't, I don't see nothing special on him. He's a perfect fight for me. So he was a perfect style for me. You know, I'm, I have a lot of footwork. I got a lot of hand speed, and, and that's what I did that night. I used my hand speed and, and, and my footwork, and I just didn't fight his fight, which is in the inside. You know, I was, I was, I was in and out at all times. So that's how I made it look easy. And before you get to questions from the media, Jose, inquiry minds want to know. Last June, your fight against Salvador Bassanio, obviously a lot of drama uh, yeah. around that, that fight. Um, uh, but it, no worries, Valerio Vargas' father will be in the corner this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. And, so, yeah, he'll be in the corner. He was in the corner last, last fight and he'll be in the corner this weekend. But uh, how many teeth did you get knocked out in the Bassanio fight? Yeah, you can cover your, your, uh, you your caps, uh, some of your veneers knocked out. How many was it? Two? Yeah. Two? Yeah, it was, it was actually, it was actually, yeah, I think it was three. Three. And, 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 and that's what they got on 
down after the fight. I stood in Vegas for a whole week because I was I was enjoying myself out there with my girlfriend, and I, I was I was with those people a whole week. So I'm like, damn. When I got back to New York, um, I went to the doctors. I seen his father away, and I got him fixed, man. It it, it cost me four thousand dollars, but I still got him fixed. Look. Um, hasn't been uh, featured on American television that much. 
I, I don't know how much tape. So how much tape did you see Willie Shaw? And, and, and if you have, you know, what have you seen uh, from him? Well, I've seen uh, about two fights of of him in Mexico. Um, he had a he he had a couple fights there, but that was that was I'm talking about like four years ago. And I just saw the one recently, the one that was on PBC with uh, Omar Juarez. Which that was a that was a fight that I saw that he had a lot of uh, bad habits, you know, and that's that's something that I'm <laughs> that I'm gonna try to uh, uh, try to um how you say try, try to dominate try, try to dominate from his mistakes on Saturday night. He uh, he every time every time I see every time he fake he reacts to everything. He react to fighters so. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna focus on your mistakes and that's it, man. So what's the way of going to, uh, to, uh, to, to get, give him up the whole game plan now? You know, I'm now Willie, Willie Shaw's watching and, uh, now you're, you're, you're cooked. Uh, you're, 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 you're done. Um, you know, you, you talked about coming back to, um, coming to Kissimmee to, to fight and obviously the Puerto Rican support that you're going to be getting. Um, obviously we're not back in New York City yet for fights. Hopefully, um, that comes sooner than later. Have you thought about what it would be like when you return to Madison Square Garden and New York uh, to fight, especially coming off uh, your last couple wins and then hopefully another victory uh, on Saturday night? Well, it's going to be great. Once I get back in Madison Square Garden, it's going to be great, man. Well, I'm, okay. I'm probably going to have the arena almost sold out because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm about to have 20 wins. After this one, 19 wins, and then in the summertime, hopefully get another fight. And that's going to be my 20 victory. So my name is going to keep growing and growing each fight. And as you can see, I just, I, I, I gain about 10, 15,000 followers every time I fight. So I, my name just uh, keeps going out there. And, and, and a lot of people be posting me like, uh, ESPN Rinside, regularly ESPN, you guys top rank. And I appreciate that, man, because like I said, that's just getting my name more out there. Uh, I have a question from uh, from Lester Silva. Uh, he sent a question to the chat. Lester, thank you. Uh, question for Jose. Jose, uh, you and Edgar started building your fan base in Orlando, um, uh, uh, Little Puerto Rico. Um, he says, I know you and Edgar are tight, but to be honest, will you be the Puerto Rican to steal the show on Saturday night, and why? And then, and just and just you know, Jose, Edgar is Edgar, Edgar did just show up to the chat, so he is listening. So, uh, so the question for you there. Hey, listen, he got 16 wins, 16 by knockouts, so that's, a lot of people like knockouts, right? So I guess that's, that's the same for everybody, but, um, hey, let's just see it. I mean, we, we have, we have Xander, we have Tiger, we have Pitu, we fighting for a world title, we have Joseph Adorno, we got to have a lot of great fights on Saturday night. A lot of, uh, great talent, a lot of great Puerto Rican young fighters, we all young, so we all going to put on the show, man, and, and, and just expect fires coming from me. Well, I see that was a very, that was a very good. Uh, it, it sounds like a publicist that said you that answer. Hopefully, very good job. <laughs> uh, you, you deflected that question from from Lester Silver. Good job. Um, we're, we got, we got, we got the land on the line. So we are going to, uh, we're going, we're going to let you go. Obviously, uh, but anything you'd like to say to your fans, Puerto Rico, the Bronx, anything, anything else you'd like to say before we let you go? I want to appreciate everybody that supported me. And if you, if you don't know me yet, you're going to watch me on Saturday night, put on a great performance, April 24. Just keep watching me, keep supporting me while I become more attentive, man. And I'm going to come very soon.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Lee. We will uh, see you Saturday night and uh, back them up. Thank you. All right, Evan. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. And, uh, and again, as a programming reminder, um, Coach Lake fight will be live exclusive on uh, ESPN Plus. Um, so if, if you haven't signed up to ESPN Plus yet and you're a hockey fan, what the hell are you waiting for? It's been 20 freaking years. Sign up. Uh, Coach Lake fight will be the last fight before the gentleman we have uh, joining us right now. Uh, he is 16 and 0, 16 knockouts, all 16 knockouts uh, by way of opening round. Uh, he is at root uh, in in uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico. Um, born and raised in Brooklyn, and and also raised on the Lower East Side. He was he was he was I don't mention Lower East Side, the Brooklyn Lower East Side. Um, all-time record uh, for first round knockouts to start a career is two and one. Um, so Edgar is by the way from tying that. He was based in Mon Nicholson Saturday night in by far the toughest test of his career. Elf Edgar Berlanga, welcome. How are you doing today? How are you doing, Evan? I'm doing well. You know, um, everybody everybody talks about the streak. Um, how many times have you been asked about this, the knockout streak um, over the past, uh, since, since your last fight when you made it 16? Uh, about a million times. <laughs> you know, a lot of, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of the same questions, you know, and are, are they expecting or am I expecting a, another personal knockout? Or whatnot, but you know, like I was just saying, you know, we're gonna see uh, this Saturday. So yeah, Commander. Before we get, we have a bunch of questions in the, in the, in the chat queue. Again, raise hand button uh, or send any private message on the chat to ask any more questions. Um, so yeah, so so do you get tired of, of, of answering the questions about the first round knockout streak, or do you enjoy that it, that you understand that it sort of like you know comes with the territory? Yeah, you know, for me, it just you know people ask me all the time about. First round knockout, you know, it comes with the territory. Like you said, you know, um, you know, it's not normal for the sport of boxing right now for, for a young fighter like myself to be knocking everybody out in the first. Well, well I think, well. I think uh, Edgar, you know, uh, I think Edgar has just been uh, uh, the, the recipient of a first round knockout. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Get him. Uh, we'll get him back in view uh, very shortly. So, uh, yeah, yes, uh, we'll be knock Edgar out of his full Wi-Fi, it seems. Um, so, yeah, so it, he, he, he's returning right now. So, uh, hold on one second, guys. He's joining. Um, ne- next next time, we're going to have to get we're gonna have to get better Wi-Fi. That, is the, uh, that will be the goal. Edgar, are you back? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Edgar, uh, hey, Edgar, are you back? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, Wi-Fi KO1 Belanga. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so, so you're in the middle, middle of saying, you know, talking about all of the, uh, now you're you're, middle, you're you're middle of saying, you know, everybody keeps keep asking about first round knockout streets and sort the, you just sort of come to expect, you come to expect, uh, you know, come to expect those questions, right? Yeah, you know, um, like I always tell everybody, man, you know, just get your popcorn ready. You know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna I'm definitely, definitely put on a show this Saturday uh, in front of a sold-out crowd in Little Puerto Rico. You know, because Sydney, Florida is Little Puerto Rico, and you know, all my fans are gonna be out there supporting me. And uh, uh, you got Carlos Toro, uh, Carlos Toro, please yourself and. Uh, uh, ask, please ask Edgar the uh, questions in English uh, when the people would never ready come. Well, Gardy Lopez not to translate for the Canadian side. Carlos, please go ahead and read. Hey, Edgar, thanks so much for taking time to 
talked to us, you know, you fought in the bubble with no fans, essentially, for Route 2020, and now you're back here with, with fans in Kissimmee. Does it feel even more special with, with this first fight with fans back and getting to um, fly the Puerto Rican flag, you know, with, with such a Puerto Rico-heavy card on Saturday? Yeah, you know, um, it feels uh, absolutely great. You know, last year I fought three times with no fans. Um, you know, but for me, you know, we just had to get the, the work in. You know, we, I had to get the fights in, whether we had fans or not. You know, as long as I was staying active was the main important thing for me. But, you know, um, I'm happy now, man. You know, now we got a sold-out crowd this Saturday, April 24. I'm the co-main event. You know, I'm one of the fastest rising you know, superstars to come in the sport of boxing. Um, and it's just amazing. You know, I can't wait to put on a show, you know, for a guy like me. You know, I go, my, my, my energy, my adrenaline goes, goes off the crowd. So for me to have such a huge crowd like that, Coleman event is going to be amazing. On paper, Kevin Nicholson presents maybe the toughest challenge of your career so far. How much do you know about Demon and have you seen much tape from him? Do you believe he's the guy that maybe pushes you? past that first round maybe allows you to show elements of your game that you probably haven't had a chance to show because of both the first round knockouts. No, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, I feel like, you know, he's a, he's a veteran. You know, he has a lot of fights. He has a lot of experience as a professional. And these are the type of fights that we need. And that's the type of fight that I need. You know, um, I'm not taking him lightly. I never took any fight lightly that I fought in my, my previous fights. You know, every fight I take, I just, I'm fighting for a world championship fight because... For me, every fight is a first fight for me. It's my first fight because if I lose or God forbid something happens to me, it's over. You know, so I just take every fight serious. You know, whether it's him, whether it's the next opponent after him, every fight I take as if I'm fighting for a championship fight. And, you know, we, we don't underestimate no fighter that's out there. You know, for me, every fight is dangerous. You know, at my weight, every fight it could punch. You know, so... Is dangerous, and you know I just gotta you know stay focused, stay stay on point, stay poised like I always do, and, and, and get the job done. And and now uh, before we get the other questions, uh, joining us um, the VP of Boxing Operations, Operator Carl Moretti, is joining us on the line. Uh, Carl, you know obviously handling you know career like Edgar's a delicate balance. You want to you want to give him uh, increased competition, uh, you know while you know same time you're preserving the unbeaten record. Can you tell us what went into Selecting a guy like Demond Nicholson and, and, and why, um, you know, why top rank and, and why everybody thinks and, and Timberlake thinks this is sort of the ideal next step uh, in development. Thanks, Evan. Sure. Uh, hello to everybody. Um, we submitted. You know, we had a list of about five guys that we gave to Edgar and his team, and we discussed them uh, thoroughly. And uh, everybody decided that Nicholson was the right fight for this moment. Um, we don't know what's going to happen Saturday night. No one does until the bell rings. He may go one round. He may go eight rounds. Uh, all that matters is he gets the win. As you can see, he's focused. He knows what's at hand. It's the most important fight of his career because it's the next fight of his career. Everything else really doesn't matter. And as long as he continues to work his ass off in the gym, which he does every day, um, you know, good things will take care of itself, and that's what we're expecting Saturday night. Thank you very much, Carl. And we'll be back with Carl uh, when we discuss um, when we discuss the main event. Um, and now uh, we'll go to Ernesto Amador. Uh, Ernesto, please go ahead and ready. And just as a reminder, everybody, ton of questions for Edgar. Uh, we're going to get to all the questions. So we're going to have to keep these moving on, eventually. But uh, I will do my best.
you know, listen, it's a pleasure. It's easy to do it when everybody's doing the right thing. You don't have to worry about the outside distractions. You see a lot of hype coming around them, which is great. We love it. You see his social uh, Instagram and all that stuff blowing up. But, you know, what, what people don't see is how hard he works in the gym and what that team does to him. His conditioning coach and, you know, the sparring and all that stuff, you know, that doesn't really get out there. And you know your fighter's ready when he goes through that. So that part makes our job a lot easier. And that's not going to stop. You know, he knows he's got bigger goals on his mind, and he knows what kind of work he's going to do to get there. So, you know, it's a little difficult to get a opponents, but you know what? It's a good problem to have. And, uh, look, thank you, Carly. It's, uh, it's a Lamborghini, a yacht, uh, you know, uh, a lot of guys say they want to fight Edgar, but uh, sometimes the you know, Sometimes it's not uh, that simple. Uh, Joe Hewlett, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Back to you, UK we go. Hey, Edgar. Um, one of the ambitions is to put a Madison Square Garden on June the 12th or on your social media. How much would that mean to you personally? Um, personally, you know, I, I mean, I've fought there before. You know, I've fought there twice. You know, for the top rank, they uh, they put me on a big on a big platform there you know, on the big fight card. But um, for me to actually headline as one of a, 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 as one of a big, uh, bigger fights there, man, it'd be, it would be something amazing. You know, um, I've come from New York, you know, I'm, I'm from, I'm, I come from poverty, man. So for me to make it there and make it to the big screen and make it to the big, the big arena, it, it, it's a blessing. It'll be crazy. You know, I know for sure that, um, you know, I'll bring the whole city out and like I always do. Thank you. Thank you. We have a bunch of other questions. If you want to answer those, Christopher Diaz comes on the line. Um, next, we go to Ricardo Torres from Telemundo. Ricardo, please go ahead and read. Hello, how you doing? How you doing, boy? Muy bien, ¿y tú? Bien, bien. Bien, qué bueno. Se supone que este caballero eh, que vas a enfrentar sea tu Desmond Nicholson, sea tu principal prueba hasta el momento. Si eso es correcto, te pregunto, ¿has hecho algo en el entrenamiento diferente o enfocado directamente en Nicholson como rival? Cosas de él que te preocupen, cosas de él que tengas que cuidarte o ha sido más darle seguimiento y continuidad al trabajo que has hecho hasta ahora. Ricardo's all right with that. 
we're, we're running out of time, and we got Christopher Diaz on the line right now. Um, Ed, or anything else you'd like to say to your fans? Uh, you know, that have been watching Saturday night, we'll go for uh, knockout number seven. Um, just to tune in, you know, uh, Saturday night, April 24 is going to be an amazing night. You know, you got my brother Christopher Diaz to do for. He's going to be fighting for the World Championship, and uh, we bringing that title back home to Puerto Rico. Um, you know, we got a, a lot of other young fighters that's coming up. You know, that's Puerto Rican that's representing the island as well. And uh, you know, as for me, I'm calling the event. You know, and I'm looking to just uh, to tear the roof off, man. You know, like I always do with, with fans. We in, you know, basically little Puerto Rico. So this fight is going to be dedicated to the whole Puerto Rico and to everybody that supports me. This fight is going to be dedicated to you guys too. I love all my fans out there, all my supporters. Keep supporting me. Thank you so much for joining us today, Edgar, and uh, we will see you in Florida very shortly. And thank you to Top Rank, you know, ESPN, Evan, my guy, Evan Gardy, and the whole staff. Everybody calm already. Top the buff. Everybody, thank you, guys, and I love you, guys. Love you, too. Byron, get me ever ready, Edgar. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you, my friend. Thank you, Now, joining us on the line, uh, we have... uh, Christopher Batupo Diaz, and before we get to Patupo, um, I want to I'm going to bring things over to to Carl Moretti again because Patupo's obviously been with Popper for a while. Um, had a step back in his first title shot against Maki Ito about three years ago. Um, then fought Shakur Stevenson, but came back with a couple of wins after the Shakur Stevenson fight. I mean, Carl, can you talk about Patupo's journey and you know and after the, after the Shakur fight, uh, what it took for 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 Patupo to, to work himself back into position. Um, where he was, you know, considered a viable title contender. Sure. Um, uh, you know, with, with Patufo, even though he lost to Shakur, um, you know, he was obviously disappointed. That I think that was a matter of styles, and Shakur being a really good fighter, so there's no shame in losing that fight. But he said to all of us afterwards, I'll do what I have to just to get, you know, where I need to be, and if you can get me another shot at a title, I won't disappoint. He did what he had to do, and we find ourselves uh, in that place on Saturday night where he has an opportunity to win a world title against uh, probably the uh, the one fighter who's the absolute opposite of Shakur Stevenson in Emmanuel Navarrete. So we'll see how much uh, he's improved and how he handles Navarrete's style as opposed to Shakur's. And thank you, Carl. Obviously, um, when Diaz... When Diaz for his first world title, that was at 130 pounds. Um, this fight will obviously be at, at, at 126 pounds, and much more in the natural weight um, for the Super. Um, now, so everybody, just a heads up, and ask questions. Uh, please allow in Spanish. Allow a little bit time to translate in English, and vice versa. If you're asking in English, please um, translate in Spanish or yes. Uh, Patupo, welcome today, and uh, how excited are you four days away from your second shot at a world title? Right, go ahead. How you doing? How you doing, guys? I'm super, super excited. Super excited for the fight. You know, three, three days left. Three days left. I guess they say over there, the day of the fight doesn't count, so it's three days. Patupo Diaz is just proving who needs Gordy Lopez to translate when you have when you have Patupo Diaz. Uh, in your corner. I kid, I kid. But uh, we, we go to um, Ernesto Amador. Ernesto, Ernesto, please go ahead and speak on yourself and go ahead and run. Thank you, Ivan. Eh, Pitufo, un placer saludarte siempre. Eh, 
no recuerdo hace mucho tiempo eh, a la Isla del Encanto dándole todo el apoyo a un peleador como tú. Felicito Trinidad, Berlanga, los grandes campeones están contigo. Eh, ¿Y qué significa esto de que la Isla del Encanto pone todas, todas sus esperanzas en ti? Los estilos 
Hayden, eh, Navarrete siempre viene a traer lo mejor de él. Eh, muere la raya, como dice uno, yo también me gusta morir la raya, pero esta noche se trata de, de una pelea diferente, eh, más inteligente. Eh, creo que seré yo encima del ring. Eh, usaré, utilizaré todas mis habilidades para, para hacer lo necesario y salir ganador esa noche. Creo que, que Navarrete tiene las manos llenas el, el 24 de abril. Gracias. Uh, this will be a clash of styles. You know, Navarrete is a kung fu forward fighter who dies in the line. Uh, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Uh, and you know, uh, I think he has his handfuls on Saturday night. Uh, I'm going to use all my abilities to come out with the win on Saturday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Ricardo. Um, next, we are going to go to Carlos Toro. Carlos, unmute yourself, please. Thanks so much, Christopher, for taking time to talk to us. You know, when you look at your first world title challenge a few years ago, it took place in DC, in Kissimmee, Florida, as well, and you've evolved as a fighter since then. How do you sort of assess the fighter that you are right now versus the fighter that you were back when you fought Mafia Gito in 2017? Um, the first, the first thing that I say, it wasn't a weight class. Uh, the second thing that I can say. My mentally, mindset wasn't the same. Um, the, the third thing I can say is right now, I don't mix emotions with, with my career. So uh, that night, it's going to be like almost 7,000 people over there uh, yelling me, yelling people for, but I'm ready for that, for that time. I'm ready for that moment. I prepare myself more for that than for the fight. Because when you get emotional and between game plan and fight, You gotta be concentrated on what about you're gonna bring to the fight. You know, uh, Navarrete is an open fighter. He comes forward, he brings a war. So it's on me to make the fight 730 because everybody wants, everybody wants to see a fight 50-50, banging each other, toe to toe. And it's not like that. Boxing is not like that. Boxing was made to hit and down to get hit. So, and I think if you see my last three fights, Um, Alicia Los Santos, uh, Shakur Stevenson, uh, after Shakur Stevenson, like, I've been growing a lot because I learned from that. Shakur Stevenson made his fight. If he could have made my fight that night, the winner would be mine, me. You know, uh, uh, Shakur Stevenson was intelligent. He made his game plan, and he took me apart. You know, uh, he won the fight easy. So when I called Alicia Los Santos, it was a 5-10 with an uh, 82-rich. Um, and I make the fight easy, but I fight my fight. Um, with Jason Sanchez, he went distance, split decision with Costa Valdez, and if you see the fight, he made it like a harder fight to Valdez than me because I'm fighting my fight. I box, I counter, I can't, you know, mentally, I come in there to make something happen, make my world talk to me, you know, uh, and I think that night's gonna be, that's gonna be the key. Thanks, Vito, for going back to work on Saturday. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carl. And Matungo, I know during the pandemic, you, uh, you, had, a, you had a bit of a, a, bit of a side, biz, side hustle, side business here going on. Uh, you did some stuff with Francisco Lindor uh, as a New York Mets fan. Um, his feeling yeah. is great. You need to pick up the bat a little bit, but I'm sure, I'm sure he will turn things around. Uh, but, but can you talk about what you, uh, what you did with Francisco Lindor and a couple of the baseball players over in Florida uh, when you have to three times during the pandemic? Yeah, man, I, I was like sitting down in my, in my house because I was supposed to fight uh, Carlos Castro for Tyler Eliminator 
I want to say two, that would be some title. And then I was like, you know what? Um, I got to make something because I got to bring on food to the table to my family, and I don't, I don't got to fight. They pull me the fight off. I don't got to fight, so I didn't make money. I buy my truck, uh, detailing company, a car detailer, and I start watching cars everywhere, blah, 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 and then uh, somebody hooked me up with uh, Bevel Peters. It's uh, the catcher from uh, Cardinal. And then from him, I jumped to uh, Francisco Lindor. And then I started watching luxury cars. And, you know, my name could get bigger in the, in the industry of detailing. And, you know, I got a company now. I'm doing a lot of trucks. So I can give somebody opportunity to make a lot of money monthly. And they just got to pay me their rent from the truck. So, uh, you know, I got a, I got a big plan uh, uh, for the boxing. And that's good because... Um, a lot of fighters never they never uh, invest money thinking about boxing for their whole life, and it's not like that. You know, you gotta make something a part of boxing. If I if if, if I if I if I ever drive my Toyota Corolla to to Florida to Cuba, I know where to go. It it it, it, it needs a lot of work. Then it's like six years old, so I need I need some help on the Corolla. Um, before we get to, we got a couple more questions. Um, before we get to Emmanuel Navarrete. Um, Eric Alexander, uh, yep, Eric Alexander, please unmute yourself and go ahead. You can ask in English or Spanish. Y tú, ¿qué tal? ¿Cómo te va? ¿Cómo te va, mamá? Primero, felicidades por ese inglés. Ha mejorado significativamente. Sí. Pregunta que te hago, Pitufo. Luego de haber caído en tu primer intento titular ante Shakuski, ¿cuán importante ha sido no tan solo el aspecto físico, sino el aspecto mental? Esta preparación mental, sabemos que en Puerto Rico estamos pasando por un momento un poco complicado con esto de los campeones mundiales y quería saber si eso de alguna manera te da una motivación extra o te añade presión extra de cara a un combate con un, con un peleador como el de Manuel Navarrete. How is the mental state coming up to for this fight? You know, uh, Puerto Rico is going through a rough patch with not many world champions and does that motivate you for the fight against Navarrete? Primero me, me, me motivó bastante y creo que, que necesitamos, nosotros estamos en una, una tierra que, que siempre tenemos muchos mucho campeones mundiales, eh, contamos todavía con mucho talento, eh, creo que vienen muchas eh, promesas subiendo, Sabe Langa, José Vargas, hablando de Paco González, Henry eh, eh, Librón, tenemos, te sigo mencionando nombres, tenemos mucho talento subiendo, este, lo más alto que estamos ahora mismo es eh, está Sniper Pedraza, Steve Joe, está Felipe Verdejo, hay muchos campeones que ya están desarrollados, que podemos convertirnos en campeón mundial en cualquier momento. Y para mí no, 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 no trae presión, ya que pues yo estoy aquí para pelear con los mejores, ¿sabes? estoy para aquí para probar entre los mejores, y creo que la noche del 24 es una noche más, ¿sabes? una noche que yo he trabajado para estar ahí, y yo he trabajado para conseguirme esa oportunidad, sobre estar en mí, eh, hacer el plan de pelea adecuado para ganarme la, la correa que tengo bien. It motivates me. Remember, it motivates me a lot. You know, uh, knowing that Puerto Rico doesn't have uh, many champions right now, and we always been uh, island of champions. Uh, but I believe, you know, like we have a lot of newcomers, uh, new blood that is coming from the island, like Berlanga, myself, Cedraza. Uh, you know, all the guys are going to be uh, on the park, uh, and that's not extra pressure. You know, I know that I have worked hard and that uh, uh, I, I have done everything 
necessary to come out with the victory and bring the title to Puerto Rico. Sabemos que Kissini y Nueva York son las plataformas más grandes para los peleadores puertorriqueños. Eh, ¿Qué significa para ti ser el evento estelar ante una persona como Manuel Navarrete que le suma a otra página de lo que es la famosa guerra entre Puerto Rico y este deporte? Uh, we know that New York and Kissini are, you know, like uh, where most Puerto Rican fans are and where Puerto Rican fighters are going to fight. So how does it feel to fight in front of uh, your people? And also facing someone like uh, Emmanuel Navarrete, who's a great champion. They don't mute. Uh, it looks like uh, he has uh, Chris, uh, Christopher. So, yeah. Uh, Patuba, please unmute yourself. Yeah, he, nah, uh, I know. You hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I'm going to say that I'm going to say that I'm pero como, como te digo, yo no, no, yo no mezclo mucho cuestión a mi carrera profesional. Este, antes lo hacía y me publicaba mucho. Ya que yo soy un, un, un ibarito del campo que vino creciendo poco a poco. Los que me vieron crecer saben que, que mucha gente no me veía ni llegar a la mitad de donde he llegado. Y ver que mi primera película mundial llena el coliseo con más de 9.000 personas. Eh, vino que tal, eh, eh, no me visualizaba de esa manera, pero... Ya sé lo que soy capaz de hacer, eh, eh, sé hasta dónde he llevado mi talento, está en mí la noche del 24 hacer una pelea eh, para, para, para mí y obviamente para que los fanáticos disfruten, pero especialmente para que el trabajo de que hagamos en Ignacio se, se, se vea completado al 100% y llevarnos la historia eh, con el Centro Mundial para Puerto Rico. It would be my second opportunity fighting for a world title in front of my people, you know, uh, but I don't let that uh, get to me. You know, I don't mix uh, the emotions with my professional career. Before I used to do that, and things didn't go well for me. Uh, you know, many people that follow my career know that, you know, I came from the from bottom up and that I have accomplished a lot of things that uh, a lot of people didn't even think that I was going to accomplish half of what I have done. So right now, I mean, I'm in a mental state where I know in the position I'm at, Uh, and I know that I have done the work uh, to come out, come out victorious on Saturday. All right, looks like we might have a couple, a couple more questions. As I, as I said, uh, please uh, work at the raise hand button uh, in order to ask questions um, or message me, uh, message me in the chat, and we will, uh, we will get you, we will get you as soon as possible. Hold on one second. Uh, Hector Eastwood. Hector, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Hi, Ivan. Hola a todos. Hola, eh, Pitufo. Me, me, una pregunta es, eh, el alcance de, de los puños de Emanuel Navarrete pudiera ser la mejor arma que él pudiera tener para, para poder ganar. ¿Cómo contrarrestar ese, eh, ese alcance de puños que tiene Emanuel Navarrete? Y si pelear en Kitín y Florida es como si estuvieras peleando en la isla porque... Hay muchos aficionados puertorriqueños ahí. ¿Qué significa para ti y, y si consideras que esto es algo que te puede ayudar como si pelearas en casa? La pregunta es, ¿cómo crees que puedes superar uno de los mayores atributos de Navarrete, que es rico? ¿Y cómo crees que vas a superar eso? Mira, creo que el plan de pelea se hizo... Eh, los party partners eran todos parecidos a Navarrete, grandes, eh, tiraban mucho golpe, eh, brazos largos. 
Y te puedo decir que no tuve problemas con ninguno. Eh, 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 todo está en, en llevar, llevar el plan de pelea perfecto que, que tenemos varios y el que nos funciona mejor es el que vamos a utilizar. Entonces, eh, estando con mi gente me ayudaría, claro, aquí en mi casa, estoy eh, en mi patio, pero como vuelvo y digo, no mezclo mis emociones, eh, trato de estar eh, bien enfocado en lo que es mi pelea y, 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 el, y, el, y el sábado en la noche pues, nos coronamos tanto muy bien. Uh, we have a, a couple of uh, game plans that we know are going to work perfectly uh, for this fight. I have done the work with the foreign partners, you know, uh, long guys with long reach, uh, who throw a lot of punches like Navarrete uh, does, and I, I didn't have any problems with any of them. I believe that uh, we have the training, training uh, the, pick, uh, the game plan to, to beat them. Uh, and fighting in front of my people, you know, it's going to be a plus for me, but like I said, uh, I'm not going to let my emotions uh, get mixed up uh, with what I'm doing in the ring. All right, thank you. Next, we go to Jocelyn Flores. Jocelyn, I'm going to in one second. There we go. Please unmute yourself and go ahead and ready, Jocelyn. Jocelyn Flores, going once, going twice. All right, Jocelyn, we will... Okay, we're going to go to Pepe Camarillo. Pepe, uh, are you there? Uh, I guess Pepe is not there. Uh, not there as well. Um, hold on, sorry about that. Let's see who else we have. All right, uh, well, I guess now that uh, Pepe and uh, Eric are not there, um, Christopher, anything uh, anything else you'd like to say in closing to your fans um, as we approach uh, Saturday night? Any final words? Uh, thank you, everybody, for supporting me and to get to this point in my career. Um, You know, on Saturday is gonna be a fireworks night. It's gonna be a great, great night for Puerto Rico. I'm concentrate, maybe staying on the fight. I think it's gonna be a great fight for me, for my family, for my twins, for my baby, uh, my big baby. And um, it's just, it's just that time to become world champion. I deserve it. Gracias a todas las personas que me apoyan, son parte de, 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 de llegar hasta aquí. Eh, la hambre que tengo se, se, se ve por los foros. Eh, me, me merezco la victoria, he trabajado fuerte para esto, he eh, meditado mucho en mi pelea. Creo que, que mi, mi gemela, mi hija mayor, mi familia se merecen este título. Y el, y el sábado de la noche nos ponemos un campo mundial y será una gran noche para Puerto Rico. And gracias, thank you, Patufo, and we'll see you in Florida very shortly. Um, now joining us on the call is the WBO featherweight uh, champion of the world. Uh, he is a he is a former WBO junior featherweight of the, uh, champion of the world who last October uh, won the title um, with a very very hard fought, exciting uh, unanimous decision over the previous undefeated Ruben Diaz. Uh, he's from uh, Mexico. And he will be defending, as I said, his title for the first time. Um, he's a two-weight world champion, Manny Navarrete. We have Gary Lopez, uh, the translator for Emmanuel. Can you ask Emmanuel um, how, how he's feeling and how preparation went um, as we uh, are four days away uh, from his title defense? Vaquero, ¿qué cómo te sientes para, para esta pelea? Solamente cuatro días eh, de defender tu título entre Pitufo Díaz. Eh, ¿Y cómo te sientes en este momento? Uh, um, 
Ya, Dios muy bien, gracias a Dios. Estamos ya eh, pues con los últimos detalles para, para marcar la edición y ya eh, posteriormente estaremos viajando para Chile. Estoy estupendamente bien, muy contento de, de poder regresar este, a pelear. Este año está un poco complicado por la pandemia y me siento contento de tener la oportunidad de pelear. Eh, yo creo que salió muy bien las cosas en cuanto a la preparación y vamos muy decididos a, a dar una excelente escucha. I feel great. I feel happy. You know, I was uh, fighting and defending my title once again. Uh, this last year was a little bit complicated with everything that happened with the pandemic, but I'm happy to be back and we have done everything. Right now, we're just doing the finishing process to make the way, uh, and I'm ready to defend it that. And as I say, everybody, uh, please raise hand or send me a private message if you want to ask the uh, camera a question. We're going to start things off with Ricardo Torres. Ricardo, unmute yourself. And a reminder, every, uh, since these questions, um, if you if, if, if questions asked in Spanish, Gary Gary will uh, Gary time to translate in English. The questions asked in English, did the Gary translate in Spanish uh, for the Carol? Uh, Ricardo Torres, please go ahead, sir. Saludos, eh, Navarrete. Me interesaba un comentario suyo sobre cuáles son los principales retos que presenta Pitufo Díaz como retador. Y de qué manera trabajaron en el gimnasio para tratar de, de contrarrestar lo que él te pueda presentar. Uh, question is what, what are the biggest threats uh, that Pitufo presents as a challenger, and what did you do in the gym to counter uh, those uh, threats? Yo pienso que que Pitufo va eh, va a pelear de una manera eh, tal vez de la cual no me favorece. Eh, pues me refiero a que, a que trataré de boxear eh, más en la pelea y tratar de sacar ventaja por su velocidad, pero sí, también como dices, trabajamos bastante esos aspectos, eh, trabajamos mucho en la velocidad y, y tratamos de trabajar en cuanto a, a pelear con un peleador que se va a dedicar como a moverse, pues no, 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 no dejamos de lado esa 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 parte y, y vamos a todos para cualquier forma de pelear que Pitufo presente en esta en esta pelea. I think Pitufo's game plan is going to be uh, a, a, a game plan that is not going to benefit me. Uh, saying that you know he's going to be uh, boxing and moving a lot, you know he's going to take advantage of his uh, speed. Uh, but we have worked on that in the gym. And you know, uh, like I believe he's just gonna move around, but uh, I'm here to pressure him and, and you know get this win. Dice que si él se presenta con velocidad y desplazamiento y rapidez, no te beneficia. Puedes elaborar un poco en eso, porque entiendes que ese ese estilo te podría causar problemas si te llega a presentar así. No. Can you elaborate a little bit about when you said uh, that the style doesn't benefit you when uh, Pitufo will move around and, you know, use his feet? Yo pienso que no es como que complique su estilo, pero a mí no me gusta tanto pelear así. Me gusta el choque, me gusta fajarle. Soy un peleador que realmente... Anhela pelear de frente y no estar como tanto pues corriendo en la pelea y así. Eh, me gusta más como plantarme y, y, y estar golpeando a mi rival y, 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 y prefiero que lo haga él a 
mí porque se abre más la pelea, pues siento que es más interesante y nos beneficia pues porque generamos un, eh, una expectativa bastante alta de, de buena pelea. Uh, that's the kind of fight that I prefer. I prefer, you know, to go toe-to-toe -to -toe and, you know, exchange punches. Uh, I really believe he's going to be... I have uh, the style, you know, to to make a, a, a good fight. It's going to be a, a war. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, but that's why I say that he's going to try to, you know, move around and run. Thank you very much, Gordy. And uh, next we go to Ernesto Amador. And Ernesto, Stephen uh, Nixon. Gracias. Eh, Vaquero, has quedado un gusto saludarte. Y te pregunto, eh, por los estilos, por la preparación, por lo que significa, ¿tú crees que esta pelea entre ustedes quede grabada en la historia de las máximas peleas entre México y Puerto Rico? Uh, do you believe that this fight between Titufo and Navarrete is going to be one of the biggest fights in, uh, between Mexico and Puerto Rico? Yo creo que, yo creo que depende más de Titufo, porque si él ha dicho que ah, va a salir a hacer una pelea eh, boxeando, va, va, va a ser como una pelea evadiendo, la, eh, pues sí, trae evadiendo la pelea, pues, yo creo que no va a ser tan, tan fácil de que hacemos huella, ¿no? Porque, porque la gente pues quiere ver una pelea explosiva, como en su momento lo hizo el mismísimo Chris Salido contra este contra este Martín. O sea, cuando eh, como Chávez y, y este Macho Camacho, o sea, eh, pues ocupan ver peleas importantes, peleas, peleas que, que, que representen emoción, ¿sabes? Y yo creo que, que si Pitufo, más que, que si quiere, yo creo que lo debe hacer, ¿no? Porque está en su casa, posiblemente podemos verlo como en su casa, está como ante, va a estar como ante la mayor parte de su gente, más que mía, y él debe, debe de buscar sí o sí una excelente pelea, y la excelente pelea viene, viene, viene de la mano con con bajarnos, aparte el alcance está de mi lado, está en, eh, me favorece bastante el alcance a mí, y, y yo creo que el hecho de que él quiera boxear y eso, me suena un poco como, como absurdo, porque digo, yo tengo el alcance y pues no, no, no se me complica tanto esa parte, tal vez él dice que sí, pero en absoluto yo creo que soy un peleador que puede trabajar también con un estilo de esos y y va a, ser, va a ser aún más complicado el que, que me pueda golpear intentando boxear en una pelea eh, contra mí. I think that uh, for us to leave our, uh, our names in that uh, big war between Mexico and Puerto Rico is going to depend on what because of on, on fight night. Uh, you know, if for us to give the fans a great war, uh, he's going to have to to do what I like to do, which is, you know, go to toe, toe to toe, exchange punches. Uh, but if he feels like he's going to have the advantage, uh, just moving around, you know, I also have the reach advantage. So I don't think that's going to be a problem for me either. Uh, I also think that, you know, he, we're going to be in front of his fans. So if he wants to give the fans a, a good fight, I think he should, you know, at one moment in the fight, he's going to have to stop and trade punches with me. 
Thank you very much. And next we move on to Mark Wicker. Uh, Mark, please unmute yourself and go ahead. Yes, you just mentioned your reach advantage, which is uh, pretty uh, substantial in this fight. Uh, how how much of a key has that been in other fights, and uh, and how do you uh, how do you protect against uh, him getting inside when when he wants to come in and and, and uh, get inside with your body? Uh, 
a big shot could come, come in and that could be bad for us. So that's basically what we worked on uh, on this site. You have over 100 amateur fights, uh, um, but a lot of people think of you as a knockout puncher. Do you think that, that people underrate your, your boxing skills? Muchas personas te conocen por el estilo que tiran de que tiran mucho en golpe, tienen pegada. Piensas que quizás algunas personas no 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 le dan el valor que merece su estilo dos físico. No sé, no sé si si realmente pues yo creo que eso es más como de 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 gustos pues muchos 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 estilos diferentes hay mucha gente que le gusta El mismo soy Mayweather, mucha gente le gusta, muchos no, aquí a muchos les gusta y a muchos no también. Entonces, yo me rijo más por el tema de personal. A mí me gusta esto que hago eh, o de la manera que lo hago. Y pues al menos si mi estilo es feo, malo o bueno, eh, yo voy a estar ser como el mejor en, en mi estilo, ¿sabes? Es como algo personal. Like, you know, some people like my style, some people don't like my style, you know, the same way was with Floyd Mayweather. Some people used to like the way he fought and some people didn't. Uh, so, you know, I think just uh, something personal uh, from each fan, but I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna keep being the best in the style that I like. We'll, we'll close that with,
Yo creo que lejos del plan que llegue Pichuco va a ser una excelente guerra porque así yo lo voy a buscar y estoy en una excelente pelea de, de, de Manuel Navarrete contra Pichuco Díaz. I would like to thank everyone, you know, for the time and being here with me. Uh, I'm going to Kissimmee to you to do just one thing, and that's defend my title and bring it back home. Uh, the title has uh, cost me a lot of sacrifice, and I'm not letting it go. Uh, and no matter what kind of uh, style people who present, uh, I'm going to uh, look for, for the war, and I'm going to finish him. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Emmanuel. Thank you, Gardy. Um, just a reminder. Main event, co-main event, that's Navarrete Diaz and Berlanga Nicholson, ESPN, ESPN Plus, and Sportsnet, 10 p.m. Eastern. Undercard, which includes Josue Vargas, Jeremy Joseph Adorno, uh, Xander Zayas, uh, Orlando Gonzalez, um, and Jacob Gomez, all facing all Puerto Rican undercard. That will start 6 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on ESPN Plus. It will be live from Sold Out Silver Spurs Arena in City, Florida. Uh, I want to thank all the fighters for joining us today and all the media for uh, joining us as well. And uh, thank you, and we'll see you all Saturday night. Cheers. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Boxing Prex Conference with Top Rank for the upcoming fights. That's this Saturday on ESPN Plus. And definitely tune in. You'll get a chance to watch a great lineup, a great card. And this Friday, as a reminder, we will have a great show for you. We will go ahead and, you know, pay tribute to Antron Pippen. That is number one, first and foremost. Unfortunately, the passing of him, we're going to discuss that on Friday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And after that, we're going to go ahead and have Emerson. He's going to be a, he's a pro professional, definitely NFL player, a defensive end. And he's going to talk about his career. We'll definitely get to know about him. He also has a great message about Father University, which is something that he is working on and really inspired. So for those dads out there who want to get a great word, they definitely tune in. So he'll go into details about that. He'll also talk about his book, and that's Defeating the Giants. And he'll go ahead and talk about his book. We're going to have a great conversation. And then after then, we're going to talk about definitely NFL news, NBA news, and also, we're going to talk about baseball news. And I would definitely give you a lot of boxing information on these fights. I will give you my predictions on who I feel will come out with the wins at the end of Saturday night. We'll see how we do. I've been, glory to God, I've been very, very accurate on the predictions. And, again, it's just our predictions. They don't bet on us. But definitely, you'll get my insight. I will give you a lot of boxing insight on top of that because I'm going to discuss the fights that happened with Jake Paul, the thriller. There's a lot of opinions and points about the fight that happened on last Saturday. I'll give you my takes on that as well. And you're definitely welcome to join in and give us a call and, and 
voice your opinion. We we don't back down here. We enjoy having a good banter. Everything is all in good. No hard feelings. And the phone number, so you have it ready, come Friday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. It's 516-418-5572. Again, it's 516-418-5572. Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. I definitely want to thank you for tuning in to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I want to thank tremendously Top Rank for allowing the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show to be included in the press conference. It doesn't come lightly. We do not take it for granted. We appreciate it to give us this insight, give us a chance to ask some of the boxers. And, you know, there is a, there was about 40-plus people from the media on that phone call, the Zoom call, that is. So I know that you don't get a chance to see that, but uh, I did have my hand raised. Not all times you get a chance to get a question asked, but that's okay. Some people ask similar questions, and we thank the invite. We are very, very tremendously appreciative of it, and thank you, Top Rank, for that. And please, uh, you all be safe out there. Have a blessed day, and I look forward to talking with you and hearing your, your thoughts on Friday night. We have a great lineup. You have a blessed day, everybody. Stay safe out there. And one thing is, be positive. Say something encouraging to somebody today and make it a great day. May God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Evan Aaron Sports Talk Podcast. Subscribe and check out us on your favorite social media platform. Thank you.